Welcome to episode 15 of the Spectrum Lounge. Host Rebecca Theodore Bashan is joined by film critic Kyle A.B., Just Latasha and Erica Mann of Aurora TV, and BT.com's Jerry L. Barrow for a roundtable discussion regarding Jordan Peele's second feature film, Us. This episode contains major spoilers, so proceed at your own risk. So this past Friday, uh, Jordan Peele's second feature, um, Us, uh, starting, starring Lupita Nyong'o, Winston Duke, Shahadi Wright, uh, who's the little boy? Evan, Evan Alex. Evan Alex yeah. um, and Madison Curry. Yeah. Um, looks like he has a $70 million opening, which is Ooh. amazing. Ooh. It's not a franchise. Yes. It's not a reboot. Yes. Highest for a horror film Highest ever. Highest for a horror film ever. Yeah, yes. this is not a fluke. No, Sorry, it's guys. not. <laughs> it is not. So we're going to just go around the table, and then we'll start out with your initial impressions of uh, of us, and then we'll kind of go into a deep dive into some of the themes. So I'll start with you, Kyle. What did, what I, did you think of us? I thought it was really ent- entertaining. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's where, that's the first layer of, like, any movie I watch is, like, do I enjoy watching this? Did I get my money's worth? And I think from the opening to the final scene, I was just like, I'm enjoying what, I wa- what I'm watching. Okay. What did you think, Erica? Um, yeah, I have to follow suit. I think initially, because we, we, Jerry, Rebecca, we saw this film together. Yes. And you guys have to keep in mind, we saw this in a theater full of black folks mm-hmm. <laughs> and so and we and we were and we were very very honored to be the first few to see this film because um, it was playing during South by Southwest as well during that same time and mm. so it was a lot of excitement happening and um, it was a total experience so when we walked out I think for me I was in complete shock because I I feel like I came in with some expectations of what I think it was going to be about mm-hmm. and it was completely shattered because I was just so amazed by just the way the film kind of tackled, you know, horror where I felt I just like, not like straight up, like scared, mm-hmm. but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, Oh my God. Yeah. And it, it really, the more I thought about <laughs> it, it really creeped me out. And yeah. I think that's a, that's a testament to Jordan Peele and the way he was able to layer those things and really make me think and being, by myself with my own thoughts and thinking of how the way the film was constructed. So I thought it was a blast. I really think it was a great second film for him. Great, what did you think, Latasha? Oh man, so um, the next time I'll go to a movie without me, I'm gonna be aggressively <laughs> tweeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, knowing that this was gonna be a psychological thriller horror, I went in like overthinking because right. like mm-hmm. I love to like figure things out. And, like, yes. I love the experience of it being a puzzle. Um, I sort of wish I would have like recluded just a bit and just kind of enjoyed it mm-hmm. at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was really in it trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great entertaining wise, um, and I think a lot of us are uncomfortable still with not having all the answers. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we get to like dive in on this For one. Sure. Okay. And yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. It was definitely an experience to see, be in a theater full of black folks watching this the first time. <laughs> and then seeing it again the following Monday at the Junket, it, it allowed me to answer some questions I had, but still, there were still a lot of questions that had to be answered. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. to Kyle's point. I mm-hmm. really had fun with it. And there were things that jumped out at me the second time that weren't as clear the first time out. So, you know, Jordan did a, and the team did a great job. And I guess my one 
thought, my first thought coming out the theater was Lapita, Lapita, Lapita. Oh my God, mm. the job she did mm. with that role, with both roles, yeah. was incredible. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. Uh, with Us. So, I liked Us. Mm -hmm. I think Get Out is the better movie. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I'm just saying, just cinematically. I, yes. I think Get Out is the better movie, but I think Us is the more ambitious movie. Absolutely. Because I think the themes and the things that uh, Jordan are, is talking about mm -hmm. in us is is very multi-layered. Yes. Um, I think some of the questions that people have from the movie, I think that's because of the writing. I, I there are couple, there are a few plot holes, a few inconsistencies. I think if the you know screenplay was tightened up a little bit, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because I, I do feel that uh, as far as the story with the the tethers and how that program yeah. came to be um, I'm not exactly sure how it still works yeah so I think maybe we're left to assume a lot yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I feel like maybe if we there was maybe like a maybe not I don't want to say a flashback but definitely some sort of exposition as to who created this program why was it created but yeah but but overall I, I liked us and I think it's gonna be a staple. I, I don't think it's gonna be one of those fly by nights where, oh yeah, that second movie Jordan Peele made, yeah, nobody talks about it. Mm -hmm. But I think that is, I, like for me, I would really be interested, because we know with Get Out, there were a lot of, uh, um, a lot of colleges were, t were teaching and a lot of uh, college professors, African American and uh, film classes. I think with us, I think that movie is the one with like psychology. Like yeah, it's yeah. it's so psychologically layered. And There's American a, history. Yes, yeah. and American history that I think that that one's gonna have some legs. So yes. we'll still be talking about this. Movie. I can say that about the intro too. I think going mm. in knowing that I was ready to use my brain, and the intro was so like strong. It was like minds are uncovered, and there are yeah. tunnels, and then it goes into the hands across America, and I was like, oh shit! Like it already started so big. Yes, yeah. it already started so big. So my mind was working, and then not really. Like, like you were saying, like not really knowing slash understanding what the Hands Across America thing was. Yes. And then reading up reviews afterwards and seeing that, oh, that was from a real commercial. That yes. That kind of ages us a bit. We like, what's the, how old yeah. are we? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. I was alive. Uh, so <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> I started the movie missing all of that. So I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, trying to catch up. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of like 80s references, like the scene where she was watching it, uh, some of the movies that were on the, um, on, on the shelf, like Chud, yeah. right? That was that's like an eighties like yeah. you know what I mean uh, cult Go classic. Goonies, Goonies, Goonies takes place underground, mm -hmm. and so that's one of the things that I love about Jordan is that he such a, has such a strong grasp. Mm -hmm of pop culture, yes. you know what I mean? Of pop he's culture. such a nerd too. It's yes. like, in a way that I love it because like those little things, may, he just puts little like Easter eggs that maybe like 1% of people who watch it may catch mm -hmm. and the rest of us don't. Yeah. He still puts it in any way because he, the way that he just kind of, his mind works, his mind's brilliant. He's a brilliant, I, I'd be like, like, yo, you're, like, you know, he's like, you're so mine, smart. man. You're my, like, I yes. like, you're mine, man. Like the way you think, <laughs> it's just <laughs> so cool. I love I it. I thought there was such like a, uh -huh. a crazy emphasis on my Michael Jackson in the beginning. Yes. With the t-shirt and like, Fantastic. and I thought that was so, in a movie about like doppelgangers, mm -hmm. I, such, I thought that was such an interesting way to start because clearly Michael Jackson has like, has a complicated life and there's mm. two different Michael Jacksons and like just that kind of signaling I thought Ooh, was so that's nice. why that's why I asked that, them that that Jerry question yeah, that was, I asked them I didn't want to lead them down that road all of them yeah. well, well Winston's was the so best good. answer he was but I generally just said okay the Michael Jackson t-shirt thriller you know there's definitely something there but I just 
asked an open-ended question about right. when's the when was the first time you watched Thriller as a staple of horror, you know, yeah. and they all gave their their recollections, but then Winston Duke went to a whole nother <laughs> level. I don't, want, I don't want to even restate what he said for fear of messing it up. Go find that interview. Go to my Twitter. It's pinned to the top of my Twitter page at JL Barrow. But he was talking about listening to Thriller in, in Tobago and he was like how, he, then he went into how complicated consuming legacy was because of the documentary and he then tied it back into us it's like well if your legacy can come to your door with your face yeah. well, are you ready to prepare to, to I, th- I fell in love I fell yeah. in love I was, I was sitting there like are they gonna let me keep this tape are they gonna let me walk out of this room because I, I saw him glance over at his publicist at a second like I could hear them on the side going no but I think, but I think his answer but was perfect his answer was perfect it was a perfect but you know answer, publicists yeah. are scurry like of that course. they're like oh my god they're gonna eviscerate him for this but mm. his answer was like if you ever watched um, old school when they were doing the debate scene yeah, yeah. Mm. when he just blacks out and then they were like that's how you debate mm. Winston Duke really just kind of <laughs> blacked out and mm. gave the perfect answer oh in 30 seconds and I was yeah. just like okay let me just take this card and go home <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait to get that up. Right. So I, I, I really was impressed with, um, you know, that that Easter egg and all the other yeah. Easter eggs in the movie and Thriller being one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can I jump right in and yeah. say um, I thought it was, I thought it was an interesting um, occurrence to happen that Winston started off his journey injured, mm-hmm. and I know like. Jordan Peele said this is not about race, but I question if we are listen- if we are looking at a mirror on America, which I think us is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, can we look at it as Black Americans without looking at it as race? Right. And so I was thinking of a Black man trying to save himself, save his family, trying mm-hmm. to be a protector, and already he's beginning the journey wounded, hobbled, hobbled. So I was just like, I don't even know what that means, but it sounded good. So I wanted to repeat it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounded I hobbled. Um, they would hobble slaves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you ran away and they caught you, they They're, would hobble okay. you so you couldn't run away again. Yep. So, yeah. Yes. Yep. So I mean, having I, to even yeah. go through that, and I'm thinking of the wounds of black men just trying to make it in America and still expect it to play their roles as father, as husbands, as men, mm-hmm. and then like mm-hmm. thinking about how you're carrying that wound onto your legacy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that was so interesting that Jordan casted Winston Duke, right? Who's, yeah. who's like this looming figure? He's like, thank you. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yes. Yeah. And then in in the third act, he like straight up disappears. Yeah. Like in act two, he's like, you're like, all right, come on, dude. Like you should be able to do. And he kind of gets it with the flare gun and. He, but act three, he just he like, don't he. And I love that though, because people literally came like before they saw the trailer, they thought that this was Winston Duke's movie. Mm-hmm. They thought like he saw the bat, like we're gonna get crazy. <laughs> the Howard shirt, people like yo, yeah. where's Baku's gonna <laughs> pop off? Right. And then you see it, and you're like, nah, bruh, this is Lupita's film. Uh-huh. Like yes, Lupita's playing chess. checker, um, playing chess, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Winston Duke's character I'm sorry you're playing like Connect Four yeah. like it's or not Candyland like you're not <laughs> even he is truly like he's a he's a corny dad yes, yes. who is yes. so oblivious to what's going on yes. like this I, I guess we talked about the scene mm-hmm. where he's posted up on the bed Ooh, and literally mm. Lupita's having a mental uh, Adelaide's having a mental breakdown like she is feeling she knows it's coming mm. and she is trying to convey this to her husband try, without even saying what she really knows right she's trying like listen i need you to understand like 
I know I, I look kind of like crazy, mm-hmm. but I need you to to understand what I'm feeling. And he's just thinking like, I'm trying, I'm trying to get you in this bed. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, 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 yeah. I, girl, are you? Yeah. I, 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 I get you. I understand. Like a, a total dude. And I was like, <laughs> yes. but I yes. love this role for with for Winston because I feel like after Black Panther. He people see him as this big hulking kind of yeah. dude, mm-hmm. and then you watch his interview. He's like, "Oh, you're kind of a sweetie. Like you're not. Yes. You're not. You're not Mbaku. You're a completely different person." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that Jordan Peele allowed both Lupita and Winston to kind of uh, go away from their what people think they can do yes. and do completely different characters. Yeah, well, Gabe makes total sense when you understand what happened. That 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 mm-hmm. Adelaide is actually. Right, you know, but um, we, we they're spoilers, so we can talk about that. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> yeah. So we, we realize that Adelaide is actually red, one of the tethered. He's one and, of the and, tethered. And, and think mm-hmm. about it: if you're one of the tethered and you're trying to assimilate, what kind of man are you going to go after? You're sure. going to get this really mm. low key, kind of corny, everyday yeah. American guy. And even Winston was like, he's just a weekend warrior. All he wants is to buy a boat and, a kid, <laughs> and acquire things. Crawl, he's, daddy. He's, He's a typical American. Like yeah. I understand that there's definitely a racial component that can't be separated. But mm. at the he's an American avatar right. for, for yeah. consumption and, sure. and, and capitalism mm. and all he cares about. Which is why in that bedroom scene he's so self-absorbed. He doesn't understand what's going on with his wife. He's just like, okay, I paid for this vacation. We're here in Santa Cruz, and now it's kind of, <laughs> what do we do on what do we do on vacation? We have sex, you know. Right. So this is what this is one ABC one two three, and that's all he's thinking about. My yeah, neighbors, yeah. the party, the beach, mm. sex, drinking, and she's just like, yo. Some There's some stuff on. about to go on, and you need to be aware. So I thought Gabe was perfectly cast. As well. I, the thing that mm-hmm. killed me though is he was like, I think he was sitting on um, he was sitting on like the ambulance after Jason. Mm-hmm. Someone gets Jason gets taken by Red. Yes, mm-hmm. and then I think he turns to the daughter, mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh no, don't worry, your mom Mom's got this. <laughs> I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. What are you yeah. talking about? Like, you're not gonna, you're gonna do anything. And, and, I think, and I think the daughter like looked at him like, like crazy. Yeah. Like the whole, and the whole, oh the, the whole film God. is just the, the kids and I looking at him crazy. Yeah. They, like they deep down me. they know like he's like he ain't going to do nothing. He like come he, from her ilk. No, he ain't, no, he's not. Like uh-huh. I, I thought the scene, and also the scene where the kids because when Adelaide is taken by um Kate um not Kate Moss Jesus Alyssa Moss character. Mm-hmm in their home and the kids are about to go up and find them mm-hmm. which is very brave of them and mm-hmm. I was like going to clap for them but I was like if this was the opposite if it was the dad being taken mm-hmm. I don't think they would be going up to save him <laughs> I, I don't know like I think it's a different dynamic because I feel like they all all of them kind of like you know dad he's you know yeah. he's there <laughs> he was, I mean I think Gabe was like are your typical sitcom dad right when you look at sitcoms the dads are usually you know ineffectual the one it's the wife and the mom that's usually like really running the household like you could think like every everyone loves raymond or home improvement they're kind of like doofy yeah the simpson you're like why are you with this guy again (laughs) um but again i mean once you find out the twist of the movie like you said earlier like to me once I found out the twist and I replayed the movie in my mind, I was like, yeah, of course she would marry somebody like Gabe. Because yeah, Gabe doesn't point. ask a lot of questions. Yep. You know what I mean? And and the thing that I found very interesting, too, is that, you know, like, there's been this um, debate. Is this movie about race or is it about class? And I was like, I think the answer is both. Yeah, I, don't th- I don't think 
um, us is overtly about race the mm-hmm. way Get Out is. Right. But I think when you intersect race and class, like you can't. And the fact that they are a dark-skinned family, right. you know, Lapita's yeah. character at a, uh, at red mm-hmm. character being a dark-skinned black woman of course whatever opportunities or whatever because we we don't know what they do for a living we don't know what red does yeah. for a living we don't know what gabe i would assume now knowing everything that i know red and gabe or at least for red i don't think that she would have picked a career that would put her in the spotlight like i just think mm-hmm. that she's just trying to assimilate and i think that is one of the biggest themes she's i a think pencil pusher somewhere. yeah i think one of the biggest themes what i i walked away in in watching us is the fact that we know that the switch happened right so we know that that red kidnapped adelaide put her down kept her below and then she went upstairs Mm -hmm. so she's gone for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. right and then the parents are like we don't know what's wrong with her she you know something happens to her and then they bring her to the child therapist Mm -hmm. and the child therapist is like well you know, and of course we know the reason why Red can't talk is because she doesn't have the ability to speak right. because the types of don't speak. Right. Um, and so what I found was so interesting about that is number one, you're her parents and you didn't realize like that's not your kid. Not your kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that also, but I think for me it, it speaks deeper into the fact of like if I remember correctly, the child therapist was like, you need to find something for her to do in order for her to open up, right? Yes. And so I think ballet. They, and that's how Red got into ballet, and we saw that reflected in Adelaide, right? Mm-hmm. It was a twisted sort of yeah. ballet. But I think about ballet. Ballet is the girliest thing that you can do for a girl. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think part of the reason Red was so good at assimilating is that she's just watching all these social cues of what a little girl is supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Play, oh, here, put on, put on, put on a pink tutu. Mm-hmm. You know and, what I mean? And it didn't require speaking. And it didn't require speaking, right? Mm-hmm. And so we see these scenes, especially in the back, uh, towards the end, we see these flashbacks of Red being on a stage, mm-hmm. and then we see the real Adelaide uh, performing ballet. Mm-hmm. So it's all about performance, mm-hmm. right? And so that's all she was doing is just taking social cues, right? I think her first social cues were probably more for being a girl, and then I think as she got older, that's when the race came in, right? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, okay, so how do I... How do I assimilate being a black woman? I've I've gotten the girl part down, so now how do I assimilate being black? Snapping off beat. Yes, yeah, snapping <laughs> off beat. And then if I if I want to find I want to find a husband, I mean Gabe is like, you know, the prototype of a black. I can see right? Gabe on ha- the Howard campus seeing Adelaide be like, oh, well, she's different. Like, I don't know what it is, but she's kind of different. Yes, she's mysterious. Exactly. I, I want her. Like, yes. I, but I can see. But I, what I like about mm. Lupia's performance, like even though she has spent the, all this time on on earth right you know taking these cues mm-hmm. there are t- moments where you it slips like she like there are moments yep. where she is insecure where she doesn't want to be like social where she mm-hmm. is not completely comfortable and i like that i like that performance throughout because once you know mm-hmm. that is a switch yes. you go back and watch it and mm-hmm. you see how she acts around people around her husband around you know anyone else and you're like oh mm-hmm. oh you're you're not only awkward you're trying your like you're doing yeah, a performance yeah. throughout your entire life right. That's, and that talk, she's at the beach she's like oh, I don't talk much you know exactly she's, trying, she's, giving, she's sending her like and it must be exhausting yeah. leave me alone mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, what I'm wondering about though is why did she agree to go to the beach why, mm-hmm. did, why did she agree to go back I was wondering well he that. did pressure her and I think no, not not just oh. to the beach to like the whole vacation, vacation. <laughs> yeah the whole vacation. Like, because mm-hmm. if she knows that like Santa Cruz area is mm-hmm. like the whole that yeah. you come I, out I, under. my theory was in some place in some ways I think she was drawn because I think it, so too. it goes to the thing of we were discussing about who was actually controlling who yes because there were 
things in the mo- t- times in the movie where the humans control the tether. Mm-hmm. But I think that it's, it was more back and forth where the tethered hat kind of drew, mm. like acted on the humans as well. Because how else do you explain the f- the initial meeting mm. when Red is coming up sure. as 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 a yeah, I don't, she, young young Adelaide goes Adelaide into the funhouse. Down, yeah, they're both. It's it's like they're drawn to each other yeah. and yeah. comes to that point. So I think against her better judgment, mm-hmm. she knew she kind of had she kind of had no choice, right? But to go, mm-hmm. and right. then everything mm-hmm. was lining right up. Though. Remember, there was the symmetry, the, symmetry. Mm-hmm. the eleven eleven of the clock, the eleven eleven score on the baseball game, mm-hmm. the eleven eleven. Yeah. They were popping up everywhere, and she saw it coming. And it's like, okay, you can try to run. It was almost like you know events. You can run from it, but you can't <laughs> yeah. escape it. You know, it, it's coming. Yeah. Right. Fear it. Yeah. It's inevitable. So she probably just said, you know what, let me just go and face his head on. And so when they came to the door, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Let's talk about 1111. Because Rebecca, you said something, uh, you said about the 15 minutes, and you just jogged a whole connection in my brain. Mm. Um, so 1111 biblically is like, God is sending evil. He will not save you no matter how much you're Yeah, is it is uh, Jeremiah 11, 11? Jeremiah 11. Right? Yeah, a great evil is coming. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So she goes into the funhouse as a child. She goes to the mirror, meets her tether, mm-hmm. um, and she's looking for the exit sign, and she can't escape. Like, there is no escape. There is no help coming. Yep. Yep. So I remember her as an adult, and she goes, the police is coming in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I remember yeah. the 15, and I was like, I'm supposed to know that for some reason, but in the moment, <laughs> I put like, side together, and then she goes, oh, no help is coming. Like, the police are not coming. Yeah. Right. Like, there is no escape. Yeah. And I, I did see another racial moment um, mm. when Elizabeth Moss's character steals Adelaide, brings her upstairs, tethers her to the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, she threatens to cut her face with the shears, yeah. but she doesn't. Instead, she goes to a vanity mirror and cuts her own face. Right. Yeah, and I was yeah. thinking about how white women want to steal black women's beauty, like mm. Kylie Jenner, like going literally going yeah. under the knife. Yeah. No, I, I your own face. That is that is actually true because the scene before earlier that day where they were on the beach. Mm-hmm. Remember Elizabeth Moss' character she said that up. she had gotten some work done, mm. right? Mm. How she she was she was commenting on Lupita's beauty or you know black don't yeah. crack, right. and then she was like, "Well, I got some work done." So I would assume, so I so then that makes sense yes. because then when she looks in the mirror, when Elizabeth Moss's uh, uh, doppelganger, mm-hmm. uh, her tether is looking at, in a way, it's like a weird twisted way of her doing the mm-hmm. plastic so surgery. Yes. Like, oh, she, she was increasing her yeah. smile. Yeah, right. like she was cutting her face because that's Delilah. The her way. name, the, the Delilah. Delilah. Yeah. yeah. So, because when you do plastic, what I'm assuming she did a facelift. You're cutting here. <laughs> you're cutting here. Right. So, in a weird way, it was like, yeah, it was sort of like this weird way yeah. where she was trying to. She saw. Well, I, the other thing too is I think the reason why she didn't. Um, attack her is because she realized that she was a tether. Yep. She yep. must have looked at her and she was yep. like, See? Oh, yep. girl. She was yep. like, Are you one of us? Are you one of us? See? She girl. tried to kill the daughter though. Yep. Ain't this right. film crazy? Yep. <laughs> That's why. Because I was Whoa. like, Because because when she attacked, I was like, I was waiting for why her to, to kill Lapita, um, to kill uh, what we thought was Adelaide, and then she just stopped. And at and first, she, I thought it was because a, a tether can't kill each other's doppelganger. Right. But then I saw. Remember the news? They show like, oh, they're attacking us, and this yeah. random guy attacked the person. Yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, so that's not true. So like, what? Right. Is it? And then it was like, mm-hmm. damn. Mm-hmm. It was, I just assumed that was his. Tether, she was like, oh yeah, I know you. I remember you. Yep. I just, yep. you know, yep. what's yep. up? So there, yeah. were, there were like two moments that are mm. three moments that like started leading me down the path of yeah. uh, red. I guess Adelaide was really red, right? Right. And it was when okay. the first moment where she kills 
one of the white twins. Okay. Right? And, and Jason comes in and, and mm-hmm. he sees his mom like growling down yep. here. And you're like, oh, yeah. like, all right, that's strange. A little sus, but okay. And then yeah. the second yeah. moment was when they kill um, this actress was so good. What was her, the young girl's name? The teenager? Yeah. Oh, Shahadi. Shahadi, right? Mm-hmm. So once they kill her and she flies off into the woods. She's in the tree, she's right. She's in the tree. Mm-hmm. And then um, Lupita's character goes into the woods mm-hmm. and kind of has this like fascination yeah. with her dying. Yes. yes. The same kind of fascination she has at the end when she's like strangling her own right. doppelganger. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was like, wait, why is she so fascinated? I think that was her mother, like her mother Her maternal instincts kicking in. A, in. in a strange yeah. way, she was like that. That I think could have been you. Because she cried when Pluto died. Remember yeah. when, she he, did. when he backed, when he backed him yeah. into the mm-hmm. flames? That confu- she wasn't crying. She wasn't looking. She wasn't even looking at Jason. She was mm. looking at Pluto mm. getting engulfed mm. by the flames and started to cry. And I'm like, wait a minute. And that's why you weren't paying attention and your own son got snapped. <laughs> oh, snap! <laughs> that's know? true. I was like, how did that she, happen? She was so consumed with Pluto dying that, that Red was able to snatch Jason and oh, take yeah. him. Did Red appear out of nowhere? Yes. That? She popped so right up here. Out of like the Jeep or something. Yeah, something yeah. yeah. But did I, I, I didn't. What I what you're what you're hitting on that I didn't realize mm-hmm. is like when Pluto was backing up, mm-hmm. Adelaide was always like stop, stop, and I was right. like, what do you mean? Oh, that's stop? true. Like why? Yeah. Are you, why I thought t- for a minute. I just thought it's just the mother who doesn't want to see a kid. No, no. I was like, we, we, I'm uh, like, yo, let that kid die. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but right. she was like. She was like, no, stop, stop. And I thought she was talking about Jason. No. Right. But Jason was going away from the yes. fire. Right. And yes. Pluto was the one who what was smart headed. Baby. And that was the <laughs> thing that yeah. I was, that was the, 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 the puppeting was a little inconsistent for me because mm-hmm. we saw the scene where um, Gabe was able to kill Abraham by banging his head against the, the motor on the boat. Right. Yeah. So if that was the case, if they were able to do that, why couldn't the daughter have just run backwards away from her yeah, avatar yeah. instead right. of running, running away from her? Yeah. It didn't seem like, it seemed mm. like in certain moments they were able to control the mm-hmm. tethered, but other times they didn't think, okay. So, so for that, for me, I'm like, they, there was like, I'm always, I'm always, like my brain always starts recording mm-hmm. when like, I'm like, okay, this, this scene or this beat feels like a little too long like you're mm-hmm. harping on this fact for like a little too long and for okay. me they were so obsessed with her like running and how much she loved running and mm. how much she could go to the olympics so i was like okay so then when uh red was assigning people she was like All right. Right, take him outside right. go play with him mm-hmm. and go run right yeah i don't know if there was some like mm-hmm. to your point or your question like i don't know if there was some you have to find the thing that the person's weakness is. Mm. And that's why Adelaide tells her, I thought it was just some regular old black mama, get your shoes. Mm -hmm. She tells her, Uh, go get your shoes because she knows she's going to have to run. (laughs) She knew what was coming. She's like, oh, your doppelganger has been training on soft sand underground for the last 15 years, so you better go get your shoes on. And and a quick, um, this was an Easter egg that I didn't know. Someone wrote this on Twitter. I'll have to find their handle. Um, that scene when mm. before the invasion, um, you see the daughter uh, Zora is wearing a green uh, sweatshirt that says THO on it. Yes. That means rabbit in Vietnamese. The, oh, 
I did. And the scene before that, remember, she had a sweatshirt a that actually had, had a, a rabbit, rabbit on it. Yeah. On I it, so bad. I thought that was, I yeah. thought it was supposed to be like an AKA, because wasn't it pink and green? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I thought so too. It was blue. It was more blue. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if red was, was the AKA. But she was too yeah. young to be in a sorority. She was only in yeah, high school. Well, I, just, I thought yeah. it was like someone. I don't yeah. know. I didn't know who T.H.O. was. I was yeah, me neither. I was paying a lot of attention to the colors that they were wearing, because yeah. I remember Adelaide as a child, her parents being on two totally different pages, like like they mm-hmm. just would not agree, and Lupita, Lupita mm-hmm. Adelaide, and um, Gabe, mm-hmm. they were never in the same color. But uh, Adelaide would be wearing uh, Zora's color or Jason's color, or sometimes she was in white. When we understood that the tethers were on the way, she'd turn into all white, just like the White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Zora, at one point, was wearing yellow. Right. And I was, she was the only one wearing yellow. Jason was in blue and white. Gabe was in blue and white. Lupita was in all white, but mm-hmm. Zora was in yellow. But mm-hmm. Lupita had um, like a yellow bra strap. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I was like, are you like leading your child onto your journey? Are you about to like rope her in? Is she? actually going to be the leader you need to follow your daughter at mm. one point like the colors were very intrinsical to like the storytelling so I'm gonna have I have to watch like, that again the yeah. other crazy yeah. thing is mm. when you go back and watch that first scene where Red tells Adelaide to tether yourself to the table right that's what she did to her when she went out there I yeah. was like yo the first thing she yeah. thought oh you handcuffed me to the bed I'm gonna handcuff mm. you to the yeah. table the first and then what, what was interesting and I loved the way that scene was shot so Red tethers herself to the mm. table and then um, Adelaide like smashes her face against right. the coffee yeah. table and you see that, that fractured yes. and I'm so like great. he was basically giving us clues the, the whole, whole time. time and I was just like oh <laughs> So yeah, much in there. Jesus. Uh-huh. There's, there's so much. Going. There's there so really much. There is no. Yeah. Literally, like after we saw this film, it was me, Rebecca, Jared. We were having like dinner, <laughs> and literally, we were like eating our food. And every like five minutes, like, oh my god, like we would be so like ev- like revelation would happen like every five minutes because it was like once you think about it, it's like mm, it was so all much. there. It was mm. all laid out. Yeah. And now it's like we have to go back and watch it again because then yeah. you see you're like God, this was so intricate and mm. purposeful and so and that's why I love this I love films like this that really like, mm. make me think really hard yeah, um, yeah. Which let's talk about the most important point though because we mm. haven't brought What's it up this? yet mm. Adelaide's daddy What's his name? Yaha. Yaya Mateen. Black Manta. Okay, so here's my question about that. Why did they only, like, Mm -hmm. what is that, the Rugrats angle or the Muppets angle? But, like, they never really showed his face. Never. It was like only. You know why? It was like like she had an idea of her parents. Like, she wasn't really, like, connected to them as people. Mm -hmm. And if we think about if Adelaide is the the tether, she really wouldn't know, like, her, their, her parents yeah. as a child or at that age. I, that's, where, that's where I was going. But then I remember they had, or is her name Anna Diop? Or, Anna yeah, Diop. Anna she Diop. played the mom. They, they mm-hmm. like showed her somewhat. But they didn't right? show they did the like father. Profiles. That is true. They showed her yeah. profile. Yeah. But they just like, ref, like every yeah. angle, like when she was at the therapist, I mm-hmm. thought, mm-hmm. okay, here, here. I just figured it out. Mm-hmm. Ahead, please. When they're underground mm-hmm. and she's actually the tether underground, mm-hmm. she fo- she's following like behind them. So yeah. I think in her memory of her at the amusement park, she can only see the back of them because she's like following behind yeah, them yeah, underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's the um, point. Yeah. And then I just lost the other thing that I was gonna say. <laughs> It'll come. <laughs> It'll come up. It'll come up. Sorry, Wes. Go back. Sorry. Yeah, but oh, I mean, sorry. I just remembered. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, when uh, Gabe is trying to have sex with her and she's really afraid, we mm. only see the back of her as well. Like yeah. her in her mm. natural state, staring at a reflection of herself, being yes, fearful yeah. of this. 
this tether, this reflection coming mm-hmm. back. Um, yeah. She only gives that entire monologue from the back. So I was like, yeah. I think that connects us back yes, to the underground yeah. memory. Well, I, I remember that. And I thought, like, when she turned around, like, her face was going to be, like, completely distorted or something, right? Yeah. She was only missing her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> She's still beautiful. I think I, that's why I love it. Like, Lupita is still gorgeous, even <laughs> when you try to mess her oh. and fuck her up. Like, she's still that, like, beautiful. That one close-up, when they're in, like, the underground in the classroom, yes. and she's giving the monologue, yeah. and the whole, the third frame, the third of the frame is just Lupita mm-hmm. as Red speaking. Yeah, Was unlike anything I'd ever gorgeous seen in a movie shot. before. Like, the, the way they lit her was just remarkable and mm. then the, the speech she was giving. The great thing about this is it's been generating a lot of opinion pieces and yes, a lot of yes, theories. Yes. Um, right. There's one on Vulture written by Jen Cheney that basically says that us is sort of a metaphor for the, uh, yeah, the unfulfilled promises of, gen- of Generation X, which I actually agree with because mm-hmm. when you watch the, the timing and the cultural, yeah, all those kids would have been born mm-hmm. around that time. Um, and so, but the other thing, and you brought this up, Jerry, um, to me, because it's definitely about class and it's definitely about privilege, you can also look at us if you're thinking about the doppelgangers, right? You were like the doppelgangers. We can look at them as social media avatars. Yes. Like the personas yeah. that we create online. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Right. I was like, go ahead. I'm go still ahead. unpacking that. Okay. To write, but just think about the fact that even our tweets are threaded. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> go a little, go a little further. <laughs> Layer, uh, go a tad further. No, it's, it's still in development. Just, just, still, well, no, just really, um, you know, the the personas that we create. You know, Rebecca pretty much sums it up. But mm. that was my first thought that it was a mix between like, imagine if the Matrix instead of they were pods, it was like a graveyard. Mm-hmm. You know, you got these people underground, and the underground wasn't necessarily the tunnels. It's it's fiber optic cables. It's, mm-hmm. it's the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, the new underground is the internet. You're talking about music or art. It's 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 the internet. So mm-hmm. what kind of personas do we create to survive in that yeah in that area? But Yeah. It's no, I, I definitely liked it because when you think about it and all of us are on Twitter, right? And mm-hmm. just I've just been thinking about the things have that have been happening and I'm speaking specifically on black Twitter, right? right? right. Um, how we have people who have created platforms Mm-mm. and created personas mm-hmm. on black Twitter and we're seeing these people the 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 the, the curtains are being like pulled yes. back now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And people Come who we people people who we thought <laughs> you know what I mean? And oh, and, and I think that kind of ties into how um Red was able to assimilate, right? She was just like, okay, I'm gonna pick up these social cues, these cultural cues and what's that saying? Skin folk is not always oh, kin folk. Because at the end, we know she's not really, she's an eight, like that smile she gives her, she's about to do some shit. You know what I mean? She was like, okay, I killed, you know, my whatever down there. And now we have Red, who's in charge now, because she is going to be running those tethers that are up, you know, above ground. And I just think about how, you know, there's identity and there's performance. And Twitter is very performative. It it requires you, like, just even think about the fact that you have to stand, you have to um, be in line if you're part of black Twitter you have to believe certain things you have to agree with mm-hmm. everything and that if you even deviate from well I don't quite agree with that and then it's like the cancel culture we're gonna get you the <laughs> fuck out of here you know what I'm saying and so the, and when even for me I know I feel this that when I log into Twitter there are certain things that I don't share for sure. on Twitter for I don't sure. because it's like I don't want to have to deal 
would have to explain myself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it does force you when you're on social media to have a certain identity, to have a certain performance, to assimilate. Yeah, to, it, it, as much as we say that we're right. trying to create um, inclusion and diversity, mm -hmm. how much of is it? And, I, and I'm wondering because Jordan is on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Right. He's observing all of that, right? right? Mm -hmm. And I think of it also he from loves the fact watching. Us. Yeah, and especially <laughs> the, and, and the reason why I think that, that that you might be onto, onto something is because we know Jordan Peele is biracial. His mother is white. His father is black. And we I've seen these conversations happening in Black Twitter where people are like, "Well, he shouldn't be speaking for us. Mm -hmm. um, he has a white mother, and he's married to a white woman. And he's not really mm -hmm. black." You know what I'm saying, and so the, and so I can't even imagine being this biracial child, right. being raised by a white mother. Because when you look at Jordan Peele, when I tell people that Jordan Peele is biracial, they're like, "What?" Like yeah. they don't see yeah. that. You know what I mean? They're like, "I see a black man." Yeah, you know what I mean? But imagine when he talks. He's a he's a black man. You talk to him. He speaks from the perspective of a black man. Exactly. And not every biracial person does or has to. That's right. not that. Some exactly. people identify or choose not to pick sides. But mm -hmm. Jordan Peele is one of those that does identify as a black man. Exactly. And so imagine the kind of things you have to do depending on the social circles that you're in to mm -hmm. kind of prove to yourself that, right. you know, I really am, you know. And so when you think about the ending of us, right, mm -hmm. that the real Adelaide was the one that was, she didn't fit our perceptions of what is acceptable, right? right? At Red did all of that, right? right? She married somebody, she's, and then, but that's the one that we accept. I think but it's she's so, not one of us. I think it was so interesting that in response to figuring out his mom's lie, mm -hmm. he pulls down his mask. I was yeah. just going to get into that. Yeah. Let's dive into yeah. that Let's rabbit hole. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, just, I just thought, I mean, he like, to me, Jason is like, mm -hmm. the. I don't know, I think Jason's like the more intriguing character I do. in, in I, all of yeah. us. Because mm -hmm. he's just, there. there's some, like... There's something just very confusing and intriguing about just everything that's written about him. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end, when he pulls down his mask, it's almost like mm -hmm. you see what this person is, you see what they are, yeah. but in order to protect yourself from mm -hmm. them, you're pulling down this mask and you're like, all right, this is how I'm gonna navigate, this is how I'm gonna tag deal with in, this. Tag me in. Tag me in. Let's go. Yeah. All right, so. When it's time for Jason to be brave, that's when he puts on his monster mask, mm -hmm. right? He has his Chewbacca mask, and like he rises to the occasion when he pulls his mask down. Mm -hmm. So when we come to the end, and he figures out his mother is an evil imposter, and he pulls his mask down, he's using his mask for the opposite purpose. Like, I'm actually going to silence myself. Like, yeah. He becomes his tether, too. Like, I'm actually going to silence myself and not say anything, and this mask is going to protect her secret. Right. So I think yeah. about if we're going down the internet um, idea and putting on masks, I think about how many predators are in the entertainment industry yep. and how many people silence themselves in order to stay connected to somebody that they feel they care about. How many people put on masks to protect R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, yeah. Charlemagne, like you know what I mean? Like I know a ton of Charlemagne's friends and when he does something messed up, they all get quiet. Yeah. Piggybacking yeah. On, the, on the secret thing, remember Pluto, his doppelganger, his mouth is burned. Right. So yeah. what's secret is he keeping you know what was mm. he was he did he know something about like Red, i can't tell you that this is that, your mama right, right. <laughs> you know or, or you know we don't know the circumstances we know that he was obsessed with fire but we mm. don't know what he was keeping secret about mm. what he knew about his, he knew maybe knew to realize wait a minute you're not like the rest of us yeah, yeah. but he also you know? he also wasn't 
I'm so I'm so confused on it because he wasn't trying to kill Jason. No, and they're in the closet mm. together. Like it just seemed like he wanted like to a play. Baby like, little animal. Jason yeah. Pluto. I needed. I want when I see this guy. I need to delve into that a bit more because I think there's something there between something between because the, I because think about it. These kids are half tethered. Yes. And yes. so whenever remember on the beach scene, the the twins, the the white twins, they were doing the little little gymnastics or whatever, and then they look at. Um, Oh, uh, what's Jason? Jason, like mm. your, your brother's weird. Yes, mm-hmm. and so he's more tethered than human. I, I think that's I, what we're seeing. And I right. feel, and I feel like, of course, they could be like, "Oh, you're a little brother. He's a little weirdo. He's just by mm-hmm. himself." But then you think about it, and you watch Jason throughout the entire movie, and you can just tell that he's different, mm-hmm. and not just the fact that he's a weird little kid because he's not. I think he's he's a brilliant, brave little boy, mm-hmm. frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the act, the, the boy who played the actor is so so good, but. It kind of, I can see him being more tethered in yes. a way where he doesn't really feel like he fits in, mm-hmm. whether with, it's with his family or whatever. And actually, the scene with Lupita and uh, uh, Adelaide and and uh, Jason when he when he was lost and they he, she was freaking out mm-hmm. and she sat him down. He's like, "I will protect you. I will be there for you." Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a different connection between both those two because I feel like she yeah. may know that he's oh I definitely felt like there was because that scene later that night when she puts him to bed and she was like stick with me stick with I mine. will keep you there's definitely I'm not saying she didn't love Zora but I do feel like there was yeah I felt like the connection she had with Jason was different so the, the yeah. monologue when Red comes into the living room when okay. the family comes into the living room okay. it happened so fast like mm-hmm. I couldn't I couldn't I can't remember it all mm-hmm. but I, I know that I'm trying to like even call call it back now, but I know that when Red was talking, mm-hmm. she said someone had a C-section. Was it her? Yes. Well, because mm-hmm. basically oh, right. everything was was mirrored. She said, "I because you married Gabe, I had to marry Abraham." Right. Right. And so she had Zora first, and so I think with uh, the the boy, Lapita. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'll, I'll say Red. Being above ground, having health care, having medical care, she had a C-section. Whereas her counterpart, Red downstairs, I'm sure the baby was breached too, and and she had to do that. I'm wondering. Yeah. I mean, they're so they're like you're like you're always juggling between like, do I go down this path or yeah? No, 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 no. But to me, I wonder because I was such like a. There was so much happening, and when that happened, I was like, mm-hmm. "Okay, so are we talking like umbilical cord, a lack of tethering? Like, mm-hmm. what is like? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if 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 you if you have if you had a, if you had a, a natural birth, I guess, mm-hmm. and you have an umbilical cord, and then you cut that, if right. that's not there, like, how does it, do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I uh, know that those I are feel good like questions. there's like so no because a, a, the, you you are tethered to your mother. That's yeah. a different right. that's a different type of tethering. Right. So if he yeah. if you if I guess uh, what's his name Pluto mm-hmm. was was he was he born through C-section yes was, so yeah. it was the boy that was born through the C-section I don't know I feel mm-hmm. like there was something there there could like, be there could mm-hmm. be yeah feel, because there was definitely like this this different connection mm-hmm. between Pluto and Red mm-hmm. and uh, well Pluto and Jason Pluto mm-hmm. and Red and then Adelaide and Jason like yeah that, that mother-son connection yeah was something that was so it was strange because when she was dispatching people what to do like the fact that she was like you take him into the closet yeah. I was like go play really go play <laughs> but I was like but she must have known something she must right. have known that he wasn't gonna really well number one I guess that shows she knows that Jason is bright and that mm-hmm. he can take care of himself but I think there's also the fact that Maybe in Pluto, she felt that Pluto didn't have any malice in him, at least not to kill Jason. Yeah. That's the only reason why she would let 
them be in a closet together. And you know what's so interesting? I'm realizing, like, when I... So I watched Get Out this morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, like, the, the writing in Get Out was mm-hmm. so strong. Yeah. yeah. And it was so, like... Even, like, when you finish Get Out, mm-hmm. I left with, like, no questions. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though there was a lot of things that happened that mm-hmm. were, like... I don't understand. I don't like this brain surgery. Okay, like yeah. you're like, what is it? Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, we just like switch the, yeah, we do like switch your personalities, blah, blah, blah. right? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, in us, I was like, mm-hmm. I do not understand the tethering a lot of things. Like, I agree. Like, what was the motivate motivation of the government to do the cloning? Yeah. Who, how are they controlling them? Was it you, puppeting or was right, it replacement? Exa- mm-hmm. You know, where you were? Was it like the island where like somebody dies and you replace them with yes. their clone? Like, mm-hmm. there were so many unanswered but questions I, for me. I didn't yeah. have any of those questions for Get Out, which no. I thought was so strange because I was like. You know, there's the order of the coagula who like mm-hmm. does the. They're like the people who created this procedure. Yeah. And I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, had question. no questions about it. Like, right, right. Had no questions who the armitages were, why they were doing this. I was like, all right, cool. Like this. Yeah, is what, I think um, this is what we're doing. Get out. He wanted to say something, and I think with us, he wants us to say something, mm-hmm. which is why we have no idea. Cause like, mm-hmm. if you ask I me. Mean, uh, Adelaide asks its others, who are you? And she goes, we're Americans. That was such All an odd answer, right? Such an odd answer. Like, but what? I think that was like the biggest key to be like, <laughs> as we're watching it, we're like, yeah, this is us, us as Americans. Mm-hmm. And so bringing the conversation back to Jason and Pluto, mm-hmm. um, a lot of this has, the themes have to do with how Americans hurt each other, the history, the brutal, violent history we're trying to forget and pretend we're in this post-racial, mm-hmm. hands across America place. <laughs> mm-hmm. When like we so many of us have privileges across the board and our actions or inactions or our choices to forget what had happened negatively affects so many other Americans. Right. So you think about Jason, he likes a lighter. He likes to light fire and play by himself or whatever, but he burned his tether's mouth off mm. by doing that. Mm. And so when he when they get together and it's time to save his mom from Pluto, he backs himself and kills him off in this fire again. Like, he controls that. So I think our privileges as Americans play into how we affect each other's lives. And if we deem people as lesser than us, people who don't have the privileges that we have, it's hard for us to see them as human or give Mm -hmm. them that light. Mm -hmm. And so to have a tether play a human the entire time and us as an audience like on her side, and we find out she's a monster, it's like, there you go. Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes her statement that we're Americans that much more powerful when you realize that she is human. So she's advocating for them as not being though she's not of them mm-hmm. yeah. you know you, you, if at first you thought she was just red advocating for her people right but then you find out she's actually a human advocating for them like hey you guys up here mm-hmm. and your privilege there are these people down here who are just like you who are also american that you need to acknowledge wow that's yeah. why i think that was it, it became more powerful when you realize that it wasn't that she wasn't a tether advocating for them yeah. It was like Bernie Sanders at the Civil Rights Movement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think with us, I think it was just, um, you know, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of questions. I was like, maybe with the tethering program, I would have loved to have a little bit more explanation on yeah. how it worked. Um, but I do feel like, um, for me, it was really, uh, it's also a nature versus nurture thing, right? Absolutely. Because when you have the switch, um, you know, up until that point, um, you know, Red didn't have those resources. She didn't know how to talk. She wasn't educated. Yeah. Probably had never read a book. You know what I mean? And then 
you know, to come up and then pretend to be Adelaide, the first thing her parents did is, I'm going to send you to a therapist. That's mm-hmm. that's class and privilege that you can afford something sure. like that. Yeah, and so they put all this love and care into her, and that's why she is the person that she is. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Adelaide was downstairs. She didn't have any of that. I just, you know honestly, I, mean? I, keep, I think the scariest part about, for me personally, about this film is just thinking about Adelaide being thrust into this position yeah. and spending her entire entire majority of her life mm-hmm. in that position with these zombies, these zombie-like people, and mm-hmm. how scared she must have been, yeah. and how she was had to go through all of that, the trauma of just giving birth and mm-hmm. you know not having the health care, and mm-hmm. then at the end still being killed. killed. And what I like about this film is like there are no, there really is no hero. Mm-hmm. Adelaide mm-hmm. isn't a hero. Red isn't a hero because. Mm-hmm. Re- Red wanted to, uh, well, Adelaide wanted to kill Red mm-hmm. for what she did. Yeah, yeah, I totally understand that. I, I get, kill you girl, too. I what? get it. How get? I totally get it. However, uh-huh. the fact that she wanted to complete to cause this whole destruction where she wanted to kill yeah. the entire world, mm-hmm. girl, I can't rock with you with that. <laughs> now with Red, Red is she's trying to protect her family, and mm-hmm. despite what she did when she was younger. Mm-hmm. You get why she's like, she's still like, this is my family. These are my kids. No matter what, these are my kids. I'm going to protect them. Mm -hmm. However, girl, what you did was fucked up. So it's like, so for me. (laughs) And so it was like, God, it's like, it's like, I was like, I say, I can't, I get, I feel bad for both Both of of you. I really, really do because it's so messed up in the situation. And in the end, it's like one of them had to die. Yeah. And so. Yeah, I think that for me personally, just thinking about Adelaide stuck there. I think about me like as a kid and mm-hmm. like being there and not knowing what's going on. I, that kind of that creeps me out the most. That yeah. gives me more chills. Yeah. Zora getting to beat the shit out of them two white girls. <laughs> 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 when, when I tell you my jaw dropped, because she got to do it not once but twice. Right. Yeah. She got to beat the shit out of them two white girls. I made her feel bad real quick on the beat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Set my true. soul free. Can we talk to, about... To, to fuck the police. <laughs> oh, yeah. that scene. And that's oh. why the humor in this film is so funny because it's put... And Jordan Peele, you, Jordan Peele's a, a little troll because honestly... <laughs> It's like he will, like he, this is dramatic ass scenes where it's like, oh God, this is fucked up. This is so yeah. messed up. And then he'll put the, fuck the police. And, and the it, white lady can't use the cops either. And she can't use it. Right. <laughs> and it's like the, the way, but the thing is like the humor in this film is not distracting. It's not yeah. like, it's it's put in a place where it's like, it's uncomfortable, but it's like, damn, I, I know I shouldn't laugh, but that's really funny. We have yeah. the Beach Boys good vibrations, yeah. the soundtrack to a murder. That's, yeah. that's so American though. That's <laughs> wow. America. Yeah. That's a, we we, we party and, 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 and right after the party there's a shootout. So what is more American? Well, I felt, I felt like I felt like it was very black to mm. have both horror and comedy mm. like in the same in the same movie in the same scene. That's you know? us. Yeah. Like yeah. That, that That's is, black Twitter. That is that is a black ass experience. You know, <laughs> like when you when you're dealing with trauma, mm. a lot of the times how you cope with it is like you're, you're using humor, you're laughing yeah. it off, and that to me, I really some people I think were distracted by how funny Winston was. I was like, nah, man, this like that was by design. This, this sure. makes sense. Like, yeah. you know, I people have gone through some dark shit and like they they 
they find humor, they find the funny things, and they keep laughing. Yeah. I thought I read somewhere that he said that Winston Duke said that he based his character on Jordan Peele. Uh, yeah, so he was like, oh, yeah, wow. I totally. No. And then once I saw, and once he yes. said, and I was like, oh yeah. When the glasses, like yeah. when he was wearing the glasses, yes. the I was like, okay, this is. Have y'all heard that mean? Call the ambulance. Yeah. <laughs> Do y'all know that's when a black kid was shot by the police and they wouldn't cover up his body? No. Do you see? I thought that was the fight. The what I saw was the, the fight, fight on the, the bus. bus. When the dude got lumped, he was messing with the old homeless dude, and the old homeless dude lumped him up and left him leaking, so, and he was like called the Amber Lamps. So that's yeah, where I there's know. A, there's about. another one. There's another one. Um, it's a nighttime. Somebody's video recording, and I, I, for some reason, I don't remember this uh, this particular black kid's name. But the cops shot him down, turned off their body cameras. His body's laying in the street, and I remember they refused to let his mother go to, to even go to the body, and he's dying he's not oh, even dead wow. yet he's bleeding out slow and suffocating yeah. they won't even let his mother get to the body and they're watching wasn't that michael brown street. that's what that's not mike Br- it's oh. somebody it's somebody else uh, it was somebody they, else they doing it to us but yeah and when <laughs> black people are coming up to the cross line somebody says incorrectly call the ambulance and somebody turned that part into a meme mm. and i was oh, like oh wow bro like you have a piece of someone's death oh, and wow. like you're retweet like you're retweeting it people are liking it and i'm like man but your, your yeah. twitter point like there are things that mm-hmm. like People just make jokes about, and you just Everything. like and when you when you engage with Twitter, like yes. if it's your, I, I call it like when it's your time in the sunlight mm-hmm. for Black, for black <laughs> Twitter. It's well, that's, that's what made me think about Twitter when I was looking at us because I was like, which one are you? Because you see, yep. I've met people offline and you're they nothing like nice. your so online scary. persona I, I, and vice versa. Like, Let me you, you, sip my you, tea and <laughs> <laughs> turn around. No, Erica. So, what do you want to say? No. So it's like, which one, which one is in control was really my, my, my larger oh, point. So because absolutely. We all were, in, in us, it's like, okay, are the, are the above ground humans in control of the tethers or the tethers are controlling the humans? Mm-hmm. It's gets a little murky and I I feel like with people when they commit to their online persona they've got to follow that through yes you can't be this way and and amass this following and then decide you're going to switch or when you're offline you're going to be different you have to commit to that Mm -hmm. and and it goes back to your point about performative you know it's it's it scares me a lot Mm -hmm. when I call it like the fall off yes the fall off is so it's so big like mm-hmm. you know like I think some people are just like naturally aren't gonna be as cause you, when, you, when you're online you get a chance to perfectly curate everything you're gonna say yes so like obviously in real time when you're improvising and just speaking off the top of your head you don't have the opportunity to do that mm-hmm. but like the personality different I think yeah. Twitter is like a great platform for like you can see how people are generally but when that fall off is so big <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like I don't recognize you at Oh, <laughs> but that's Listen. like honestly. So I, I mm. like there's. I, I don't want to rant too much. No, go ahead. But like, that really is. I think Jordan Peele's thesis, mm-hmm. which he ties in in both Get Out and Us. Right. Like Damn. he has this. Like he's really obsessed with this uncanny valley. Right. Which mm-hmm. is like that's it's it's George Gina. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like someone looks human, but on their interior, they're not. Re- something's off. You know, like something mm-hmm. something's really different. And that's why Georgina, Walter, like, mm-hmm. they're obviously in the sunken place. Right. Um, but they, it, it's this, like, when you see them, something's very uncomfortable about them. And he returns to that mm-hmm. with us, with the red and everyone, and the little girl, when, like, when she's, I always forget her name, but when she's in the red jumpsuit. Yes. Like, there's just something human, you recognize them, but mm-hmm. then there's, there's, like, an interiority that they don't have, that isn't, that doesn't really line up. And to right. me, that's, like, what Jordan Peele is playing with 
through both of the films. It's mm-hmm. like, and so to hear you say that about Twitter is so interesting because I think there's a lot of people who create these doppelgangers, who Woo! create these like mm-hmm. online doppelgangers, mm-hmm. but, the, but the but their actual persona, who they are, doesn't have it doesn't match doesn't she like doesn't something's have the off. Ring. And so mm-hmm. you see them and you're like, oh man, I know you on Twitter, I know you on Instagram, and you're this person. And it, it, it's just like not there. because you yep. can replicate the body, but not the soul, yeah. which is what they said in the movie. That's that was the thing with the tethers. It was yeah. like that's why the experiment didn't work. It was like we could recreate them physically, physically. but we can't give them personalities. We can't, yep. you know what I mean? And so it's just like so wow. the soul can only live in one, in both of them at the same time. But mm-hmm. you can't clone a soul. Can't clone a soul. Can't clone a soul. Yeah. Look at that. That's interesting. Well, thank you guys. This was a great great discussion. Now I have to go see us again again and again. Let me tell you, as one of the few that was lucky enough to see it twice, different things definitely pop out the second time. Even little little lines like I was telling Rebecca, um, Gabe, when they're at the kitchen table, and and they're talking about Zora and her plans, and she's like, I can't do that. He's like, you don't have to be taught. And the first time it seems like a father who's just telling his daughter, you know, you can acclimate, you can adjust. But the second time around, I'm like, well, yeah, because his wife wasn't taught shit. <laughs> she's, everything she's learned is from observation, mm-hmm. you know? So oh, it just- God. That's what made so, it so convincing. It, so everything, everything, every line of dialogue takes on more meaning the second time you watch it. Jordan. So yeah. go see it again. Congratulations to Monkey's Paw and Jordan Peele and hey, the entire yes. cast, because honestly, I'm all, I know it's too early, but Lupita, best actress, <laughs> yes. 2020, I don't care. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. I, I, I'm sorry, I don't want that person, but that's I, I am never that person when it comes to awards this early, but mm-hmm. I don't care. Give her that fucking award. Someone Get. said that she, I, I wish I could credit them, but mm. someone said that she should get nominated for best actress and best that's Yes. For supporting her damn self. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm like Matthew Cherry. I'm like Matthew Cherry, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I'm trying to, I'm trying to think, I mean, how many times do uh, black actors and actresses get to play doppelgangers? Right. Like, I mean, this was Lupita's in first life. lead. Yeah. I didn't realize, Listen. I, I didn't realize this that. This is her first lead God, role. I didn't, I didn't realize that. Hollywood, like, Hollywood's been really messing with her, and yeah. it's been annoying. They are blind. But mm-hmm. they, are blind. they can't ignore her now. Oh, no. She's a lead in a $70 million <laughs> film. You cannot ignore her hey. at this I point. Get, well, the, we... get the bag, Lupita. Secure <laughs> <laughs> <Kill> your bag. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Spectrum Lounge. You can find our guests on Twitter, Erica Mann at the NYC Film Chick, Just Latasha at Just Latasha 404, Kyle AB at at K-Y-A-L-B-R, Jerry Barrow at J-L Barrow. You can also find host Rebecca Theodore Vachon at Film Fatale underscore NYC. You can help support the Spectrum Lounge by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com slash filmfatale underscore NYC. Thank you for listening. Until next time.